Coming up on today's Finding Peace Within podcast. Are you living a life that someone can write about? Are you living a life that someone can look back and and say, wow, I would love to be like that. Are you living a life that's worth repeating? So get your pen and your pad as we continue to take this journey to finding peace within together. Hello and welcome back to Finding Peace Within. I am your host, Lisa L. Dalton. If this is your first time visiting Finding Peace Within, welcome. And if you are a repeat guest, welcome back. Finding Peace Within was created to help you find your authentic self through spiritual awareness. And how do we do that? Well, we do it by studying the Word of God, being honest with who we are, and making the changes we need to make in order to have peace within our souls. If you would like to connect with me on social media, you can find me on Facebook at Lisa Wilson Dalton. You can find me on Twitter at I am Lisa Dalton, Instagram Dalton.Lisa, and LinkedIn Lisa L. Dalton. I'm going to say again, get your pens and your pads as we continue to take this journey to finding peace within together. Hello everyone and I thank you for tuning in to Finding Peace Within today, this morning, this afternoon, this evening, whatever time you are set aside to listen to Finding Peace Within. I want to say thank you for spending your day with me. I want to also say um, congratulations to my husband Stephen Dalton and the Leviticus Singers of Charlotte for yet another week of being number one on the Nielsen charts on this week. Um, My husband sent me an email and I got all excited and he has smiling faces on there because we made number one again on the Nielsen BDS radio um, billboard for internet radio. God is love is um, the fourth week. So we give God all the glory for that. If you haven't gotten the single, God is Love, you can always go to your music outlet, Spotify, iTunes, and download it there. You can also go to YouTube, and you can see our music video that goes along with the single, God is Love. Just go to Google, go to um, YouTube, um, type in Stephen Dalton, God is Love, and of course, you can Google God is Love by Stephen Dalton, and it will come up Um 15, 16 years um, being faithful to the call that God has given us as music minstrels. And uh, we're just excited for what God is doing in our lives. I know my husband works really hard and we as singers work hard as well. So um, the word of God says you will reap if you faint not. And that I really, really, really true, truly believe in. Um, Today's podcast, I want to talk about um, legacy, legacy. As I watched um, the celebration of Kobe and Gigi Bryant, they've already had the homegoing service for them. But as I watched how so many people paid homage to the both of them, I began thinking about legacy. And what is a legacy? I know many of um, they call him a legend, 
and he is a legend. He's a legend in his own in his own right. And a, a legend is someone who's made a milestone, uh, an outstanding job in their career or field or whatever it may be. But I want to talk about legacy today. What is a legacy? Um, get your pens and pads because I want to share some things with you that um, the Lord has put on my heart in relations to what a legacy is. Shall we pray? Lord, we thank you for this day and we honor your name, O oh God. We just praise you for being oh, our everlasting Father, our heavenly King, and our Jehovah Jireh, our protector, our provider. We thank you for being our banner. We thank you for being the lifter up of our heads on today. We thank you for giving us yet an opportunity to share your word, um, to share inspiration with those that may um, be sad today, those that may not understand what joy really is in your word, um, those that may have lost all hope. We are here to uplift everyone with a word of encouragement. We just thank you for giving us the grace to do that. And today, as we go forth in our study, we ask that the words that I speak through this mic will pierce the ears of those that are listening to want to live a good life, who want to do better, who want to be an example, to be an influencer that glorifies you. We were created for you, O oh God, and it is in you that we move and we have our being. You're the only reason why we're here, and we're here to shed your light to the world. God, I just thank you for um, just for healing power. We ask that you just to heal the hearts of those that are mourning on today. Give them courage and strength, which lies in you. You said that we are made strong, and we are made strong through your strength, and it is. In our weakness, we find your strength. So we thank you today for your joy, your love, and your peace, and your strength. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. I'm not sure if you had an opportunity to go to YouTube and look at it. But if you haven't, just go to YouTube and um, Google um, Kobe and Gigi Bryant Celebration and it will come up. So many people had awesome things to say about the both of them. Michael Jordan, um, Shaquille O'Neal, and Vanessa, mama and wife, spoke. Oh, I just, I was just in tears just listening to it. Um, some of the WNBA basketball players spoke. Um, his best friend and um, agent who became the... Um, the general manager of the Lakers spoke. It was just heart-wrenching. And the, the ones that rendered musical selections, Beyonce, Alicia, they all just did an awesome job. But the more I looked at it, the more I thought about the legacy that they're leaving behind. And most of the times when we think about a legacy, we think about houses and money, um, jewelry, and things of that nature. But when we look at... Um, the spiritual side of the legacy. Um, we're looking at the soul of the person. Yes, we're looking at the soul 
of the person. And these are the words that I heard um, them say about these beautiful people, beautiful people. Kobe, he wasn't just a basketball player. He was a son, a brother, a husband, a father, a uncle. He was a brother-in-law. He was a best friend. He was an influencer on and off the court. Gigi wasn't just a great young basketball star with a promising future as a future WNBA player with a famous father. She was a daughter, a sister, a granddaughter, a niece, a friend, a goddaughter, a sister girl, <laughs> a mamba junior. As I listened to the many words that described both of these beautiful souls, words like heartfelt, loving, caring, sensitive, selflessness, relentless, big hearts, big smiles, I thought about the word legacy. The dictionary would define legacy as a gift or a bequest that is handed down, endowed, or conveyed from one person to another. It is something descendable one comes into possession of that is transmitted, inherited, or received from a predecessor. That's what we think about when we think about legacy. Something tangible, something we can touch. But when you look at the spiritual side of legacy, when we look at the family legacy, what does it really mean, the family legacy? Family, family legacy means the accomplishments, beliefs, actions, and guidance you demonstrate in your lives that carry forth to future generations in a fashion which allows those family members to adopt and adapt them to make their lives meaningful and fruitful. I'm going to read that again. Spiritually, when we look at legacy, we look at the family legacy. Family legacy means the accomplishments, the beliefs, the actions, and the guidance you demonstrate in your lives that carry forth to future generations in a fashion which allows those family members to adopt and adapt them to make their lives meaningful and fruitful. When I think about and um, listening to everyone talk about Kobe and Gigi, and, and I'm sure those of us who have uh, laid to rest friends and family members we can relate to this and to their story and to their experience when I think about that I think about how we live our lives every day I'm not quite sure and I can only talk about Lisa and um and how I've I've lived my life and how I'm living my life I haven't always lived my life um in a way that I would want somebody to um, <laughs> be like me I haven't always done that but but by the grace of God I left some good nuggets um, behind 
I think about um, my grandmother and some of the things she left for me. And I'll read more about that at the end uh, before I close that on the podcast. But when you think about how you live your life, how are you living your life? Are you living a life that someone can write about? Are you living a life that someone can look back and and say, wow, I would love to be like that? Are you living a life that's worth repeating? I wrote a blog um, last year when my friend's grandmother died and everybody talked so much about Teacher Davis and how awesome she was and the legacy that she was leaving behind. And I wrote a blog about that. Are you living a life that's worth repeating? Now, this study is not going to be, um, I'll say, biblical, but it is about the soul. What I want us to do today is to think about how we're living our lives. Are we living recklessly? Are we doing things that we are not um, proud of? Are we setting examples for our children that they're not going to... um, that they, they won't be able to be successful if they pattern themselves after us. Spiritually, we call things um, generational curses. <laughs> Everything is not generation is, is a curse. But however, when it's bad, we, you know, we look at it as a generational curse. Uh, or the family pathology. Every family has a picture. What is the DNA of your family? When I went home this past weekend to visit my parents, I looked at my mom and my dad and my parents are um, 82 and um, my dad, my dad is 82. My mom is 81. And I watched how my mom cared for my father and he's, his health is not as, as, um, as good as it used to be. He has some health challenges and my mom does too, but my mom still takes care of my dad. She fixes his breakfast. She, um, (laughs) she puts it on the table for him. I've watched my mom do that all of my life. And I do that for my husband today. I, she serves him and I fix my husband's plate and I give it to him I serve him wherever he's sitting, wherever he decides he wants to eat, whether it's at the table or whether it's in front of the television. I watched um, my mom do it and I do that very thing. I watched my mom uh, make sure he took his medicine. (laughs) I watched my mom and dad go back and forth about the little things and then they just laugh, you know, they just begin to laugh. And things like that, um, When they care for each other. And they've been together 65 years this year. They've been caring for each other. And when I hear the story about Kobe. And how he loved his wife. And how he loved his girls. And he was um, the girl dad. And mommy wanted to make sure. If he was going to be picking them up from school. That he was on time. And the one time that he was late. And um, she let him know. Hey. That's not what we do in this family. You know, the legacy is we pick the the girls up on time every time. And he was never late again. When I think about legacy, the soul part, what part of you are you leaving? I think about my son, Adrian, um, my oldest son. 
Adrian and the big smile that he has. And when I look at him, I, I see Lisa. He looks like his father, but he is very much like Lisa. When I look at the big heart he has and the compassion and the empathy that he has for others. When I look how he cares for his best friend and how he cares for his wife and he makes sacrifices for all of them. I am tearing up right now. Wow. How he, how, you know, when we think about the life that we're living here on earth and the influences that we have on people, and whether or not we take it serious, whether we're taking it serious, because whatever we do here on earth with our children, we'll follow them. I look at Max, how he is so disciplined. He has such a big heart and he cares so much for people. He too, like Adrian, has a big heart. He's empathetic. He's not selfish. Neither one of them. And I just I just thank God for my husband. And I thank God for our marriage. How we try real hard to show real love. If we have a disagreement, we don't do it in front of them. We know how to wait till they're away. And how to handle it like adults should do. And not holler and scream in front of our children and show bad examples of love. When I think about a legacy, I think about my grandmother who sacrificed for me, who did things for me which she wouldn't do for herself. When I think about a legacy, someone I want to live my life and repeat. What they did. I gave my dad the CD God is Love. And he played it over and over and over. Because now that he's older. He sits and he listens to the word. He sits and he listens to music. I can remember a time he didn't do that in their younger days. I remember the parties that they used to have. I remember the fights. But as the Holy Spirit began to deal with them, before it was too late for us to to grab a hold to good habits, my father changed. My mother changed. And I love them both dearly for the change and for the example that they set before us. I thank them. Billy Graham wrote a quote. Legacy is not leaving something for people. It's leaving something in people. What are you leaving in people? What are you leaving in people? Are you leaving love? I, um, Maya Angelou said people remember how you uh, make them feel over what you do. People remember how you make them feel. And I may not have the quote right. But people remember how you make them feel over what you do. How do you make people feel when you walk in the room? What kind of energy are you putting off? Are you putting off good energy? 
or are you putting off negative energy? This podcast is to is to make you spiritually aware of how you present yourself to the world. He goes on to say, the greatest legacy one can pass on to one's children and grandchildren is not money or other material things accumulated in one's life, but rather a legacy of character and faith. That's from Billy Graham. One thing we've instilled in our sons, you do good and good comes back. Everything has a consequence. Everything, every word we speak, every action we do, every deed that we do has a consequence. Whether it's good or bad, it all has consequences. I watched the show Super Nanny, and if you've never watched it, watch it. How the children just pick up patterns from their parents. Whether it's hollering and screaming and cussing at two, or whether it's withdrawing and not wanting to be a part of the family. Whether it's caring for the little ones as mama cares for the middle ones. Whether it's learning how to put a pot on the stove and boil some water. We all are living lives sowing seeds and repeating things from what we see. We're all doing that. We're all doing that. So I want you to think today, what are you leaving behind? Are you leaving integrity behind? My husband told us, told our, our sons, say what you mean and mean what you say and do what you say. Don't put it out there if you can't do it. If you're not going to do it, then don't say it. My husband does not make promises to me. He just doesn't. Because if he can't do it, that's his word. He, he has told me many times. My father may not have taught me a lot of things, but one thing he taught me is your word is your bond. A, word, a, a man's word is all he has. That's integrity and character. Teach your children right from wrong. The people that you have influence over, teach them the right way. The Bible says, Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from them. I have seven quotes on leaving a legacy I want to share with you before we end our podcast today. Seven quotes on leaving a legacy. Carve your name on hearts, not tombstones. A legacy is etched into the minds of others and the stories they share about you. I was listening to a uh, podcast from Oprah, Super Soul Sunday. And she, um, on one of her guests, she had on her show, she asked him, how do you prepare for death? He's a palliative care giver. And um, palliative care 
is for those who are getting ready to transition on to um, our next life. And he said the way to prepare for death is to live. To be eulogized is to share your life experiences with those who your paths crossed. It's really, really bad that uh, we don't hear the good things about ourselves (laughs) at the eulogy. That's where the... um, Smell, give me my roses while I'm living. Don't wait till I die to give me my roses or give me my flowers. Shower me with flowers. Tell me how good I am while I'm here on earth. Tell me how I make you smile every day. Tell me that I'm contagious. I heard that twice last week that I was contagious. How do you live? How are you living your dash? What will people say about you? Number two, the great use of life is spent it um, the grace the great use of life is to spend it for something that will outlast it. The great use of life is to spend it for something that will outlast it. Who are you devoting your life to? Your service to? Your service will last longer than your life because people will remember how you cared for them. People will remember how you came to their aid in a time of trouble. People will remember the the letters you sent to, to them, the phone calls that you made, the text messages that you text. They will remember the cards that you sent. They will remember the shoulder you gave to lean on. When you felt like you were all alone. The great use of life is to spend it for something that will outlast you. What sacrifices are you making? Are you sacrificing some time? They will remember when you came over. When you really wanted to go home. Your story is the greatest legacy that you will leave to your friends. It's the longest lasting legacy you will leave to your heirs. Because we would hear the stories. My mom would tell me stories about my grandma Bigani, who I never met. She died, I think, um, two months before I was born. So I never met my mother's mom. But my mama would talk about Grandma Bigani, and I would hear the stories about her. And one that really sticks out to me um, Grandma Bigani had cancer too. And my mama would go over and rub her legs down with um, the green rubbing alcohol, which we still have today. She would rub her legs. And um, she re- she told me that one day she was rubbing Grandma Big Annie's legs. And she told her she was pregnant. And this was for, this was for the seventh time because I'm number seven. And Grandma Big Annie said, I, I'm just paraphrasing because I like to uh, mock my mom how she talks. Well, well, cool. Why you just? Why you didn't tell me you was pre- You were pregnant, and you rubbing my legs. That baby gonna come out here with big legs. <laughs> and lo and behold, I have big legs. <laughs> so even I never met Grandma Big Annie, but just to hear the stories about her, and how she served Grand Granddaddy, 
granddaddy Kanye's. And my mama did the same thing with my daddy. Leaving a legacy to your heirs, a legacy of memories to your heirs. Number four, legacy is not leaving something for people. It's leaving something in people. What are you leaving in people? I talked about my dad and how he taught me how to budget my money and how to pay my bills on time. And he too said to be a woman of your word and treat people right and people would treat you right. So what are you leaving in people? The strongest legacy one can pass on to one's children and grandchildren is not money or other material things accumulated in one's life, but rather a legacy of character and faith. And that's from Billy Graham. We raised both of our boys in the church. They both know who Jesus is. They know the way to salvation. They know who the Holy Spirit is. They know about baptism. We raise them in the word, the faith, the faith of God, the faith of God. Yes, they all have their own experiences. Yes, we have had our own experiences, but we were raised by the faith and that faith is in Jesus Christ. Number six. I glorified you on earth, having accomplished the work that you gave me to do. And that's Jesus. That's what he told his father when he said, why have you forsaken me? Even though he knew why he was created. He knew one day he was going to leave this earth. But he still asked his father why. But then when he realized He said, I glorify you on earth, having accomplished the work that you gave me to do. And he gave up the ghost. When you know you're doing what you've been called to do, when you know you're doing right by people, when you know you're doing right by yourself, when you know you're doing right by your loved ones, and it's really unfortunate because... The people that are closest to us often see um, are often the ones that get hurt the most. And that's because home is a comfortable place. And we want home to be a place where we can be ourselves and just um, take our shoes off and walk around in our shorts if we want to or walk around naked if we want to. And that, you know, and oftentimes, unfortunately, um, the family does get the blunt of the pain and of the disappointments. But there's something called forgiveness. There's something called grace. When we show grace to each other every day, that's what Jesus does. He shows grace to us every day. Every day he shows grace to us. And that's what we need to do. Show grace to everyone. Number seven. Please think about your legacy before you are writing it every day. Please think about your your legacy before you are writing it every day. Gary. I can't pronounce this name, so I'll spell it. 
V as in Victor, A-Y-N-E-R-C-H-U-K. Think about your legacy when you walk out your door. And when you walk back in the door, will you be pleased with what you presented to the world today? Despite the way that the lives and legacies of the famous grab our attention, every one of us leave a legacy. We influence people every day by what we say and do, what we write, create, and share. And all of that influence adds up. Use your power to influence others. Use your power to influence others in a good way. Because there are bad influences too. But you want to use your life to influence others in a good, positive way. In my third book, Today's Investment, Tomorrow's Return, 25 Personal Investments That Would Add Value to Your Life. Um, It will come out in July of this year. Investment number 25. I'm going to share this with you. And I wrote this book. I started writing this book last year. And it's almost finished. But investment number 25 is Leave a Legacy. I'm going to read it for you. When I hear people talk about leaving a legacy, they are often referring to an inheritance that they will leave to their children, their children's children, and so on. Leaving a legacy for our family is something we all should be striving to do. But what legacy are we leaving for the world when we're gone? This legacy is based on how we live our lives today. This type of legacy legacy is for those people who we have no direct contact with. I do not consider them an important part of our lives. The people who we just stumble upon and share the smile or a small piece of advice with in some way touched or saved their lives. What legacy are you leaving for the world that would cause someone to want to do something great in their lives? On May 2nd, 2002, my grandmother took her wings to glory. There were many things she shared with me as a child. Her legacy continues to live through me as I pass along some of these things. She's talked to me about life. She always said to wake up in the mornings, turn around and make your bed. Once you're dressed, put your PJs under your pillow so you'll know where they are when it's time for bed that night. I'm still turning around and making my bed and putting my bed clothes under my pillow. I've shared this habit with both my sons. She left a legacy of getting up early on Saturday mornings, doing doing chores early so that I'll have all my cleaning done and the rest of the afternoon to do whatever we like. She left behind some awesome cookbooks and amazing recipes. One of my favorite recipes is her pound cake. I still have the messages she left for me with specific instructions on what to do when baking. She left her old white King James Version Bible with Bible study notes outlined and highlighted. 
I never knew she journaled until I saw her Bible notes to our Father God. She left a book filled with hymns that she sang when she was in the choir. Those hymns were forever, those hymns will forever be in my spirit as I often sing them today in church. She left a legacy of what it looks like to walk right, to live right, and to do right as a child of God. She was a true woman of strength, perseverance, and faith. Though we will never live on forever, we can live on through the legacy we leave and the positive impact we make in the world. I want to leave a legacy of love, peace, joy, and lots of smiles. When people think of Lisa L. Dalton, I want them to remember the days I showed up loud and proud, happy, go, and lucky liberated and free i want them to remember the encouraging words i shared through my books my blogs my podcast my singing and my ministry of deliverance i want to leave a legacy of what it looks like to be a woman of god a good wife a good mother a good friend a good daughter and a sister I want to leave a legacy that would cause someone to want to be their true and authentic selves. Love themselves enough to take very good care of their mind, their body, and their soul. And to strive to present their very best selves to the world. I want to leave a legacy of finding peace within. I want people to think of me. When they see a honeybee and a sunflower as it symbolizes joy and hope to the world of man, to the soul of man. I want to be remembered as a contagious spark of hope. I want my legacy to bring a smile to those whose journey crosses my work. And most of all, I want to be remembered by my mantra smile show up succeed every day and find peace within I know this was not my normal podcast but with so many things going on in the world and and, and people die every day and we know that but when things are sudden I think that's when we uh, come to ourselves like the the prodigal son and we realize that we are influencers and we should do our very best to present our best selves to the world because when we walk out that door, we are writing our legacy I hope this was helpful to you today carve your name on hearts not tombstones a legacy is etched into the minds of others and the stories they share about you the great use of life is to spend it for something that will outlast it 
Your story is the greatest legacy that you will leave to your friends. It's the longest lasting legacy you will leave to your heirs. Legacy is not leaving something for people. It's leaving something in people. The greatest legacy one can pass on to one's children and grandchildren is not money or other material things accumulated in one's life, but rather a legacy of character and faith. I glorified you on earth having accomplished the work that you gave me to do. Please think about your legacy before you are writing it every day. Think about your legacy because you are writing it every day. Shall we pray? Father God, I just thank you, oh God, for this day, Lord. I just honor you, oh God, and I just praise your name. I just thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for our sins. Lord, I just thank you for... For everything that you've done for us, oh God. I just thank you for the lives and the people whose lives that we are left here to be influencers for. We just thank you, oh God, for just always opening doors for us and for always letting us see the brighter side of things. We thank you today, oh God, for the legacy that you left behind. Your son, Jesus Christ, the ultimate example that we have on how to live this life. We just thank you on today for continuing to order our steps as we go through this journey. We know that you're always with us and you'll never leave us nor will you forsake us. We ask that you give us strength. Continue to pour your grace out on us, your mercy, and your understanding. And let us remember That how we give grace is how we receive grace. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now go and make it a wonderful rest of the week. Remember to smile, show up, succeed every day. A centered soul is a centered mind. Be blessed. Thank you for listening to the Finding Peace Within podcast with Lisa L. Dalton. You can find me on Instagram at Lisa Wilson Dalton. You can follow me on Facebook at Lisa Wilson Dalton. And follow me on Twitter at I am Lisa L. Dalton. I even have a website, findingpeacewithin.org, where you can read some of my blogs, you can find the books that I've written, and even some of the workout videos that I've created. Until next time, remember to find peace within. A centered soul is a centered mind.